The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the best Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today we're going to talk about a topic near and dear to my heart, podcast SEO. Joining us is Aaron Sparks, who's the owner of Site Strategics, which is an Indianapolis-based internet marketing and website development firm specializing in search engine optimization using data and analytics. Site Strategics helps their clients to develop a digital strategy that shows demonstrable high return on investment. And he's also the host of one of the most popular SEO podcasts, the edge of the web. So far this week, Aaron and I have talked about utilizing the interview for content curation yesterday. And today we're going to wrap up our conversation talking about semantic SEO strategies for podcasts. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the third part of my conversation with Aaron Sparks, owner of Site Strategics and the host of the Edge of the Web podcast. Aaron, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you very much, Benjamin. I appreciate it. Excited to have you back on the show, but a little sad. Today's our last episode for a while. I know we're going to land the plane gracefully. We're going to hit it out of the park here. And we basically hit maximum nerd yesterday talking about, you know, what schemas to use to get podcasts noticed by Google. Talk to me about the relationship between some of the content you're creating. You talked a little bit about semantic SEO strategies. You know, talk to me in more depth about, you know, how you're thinking about the relationship between the terms you're creating, the podcast you're producing. What does semantic SEO mean for you? Semantic SEO, <laughs> we hit maximum nerdum the last show. And on top of that, we didn't actually even explore the other mediums, which were video and social as well. But that aside, the semantic relationship between content is really where if you're creating content from your podcast, if you're creating a podcast, 
you truly should try to get to that point where it's not just about who you interviewed, not about how you talked about a particular topic. You unpack your organic conversation. You find those entities inside of your podcast. Now, what I mean by that is what is an entity, right? Let's talk about where SEO is. We're not at keyword phraseology anymore or ranking. We're actually at basically mirroring and expanding Google's knowledge about a subject matter. And if you're looking to create better and better visibility on your site and be pulled into SERP features like people also ask questions and rich snippets and featured snippets, then you're, you need to be in a place where you are presenting subject matter, the topics that you're talking about in an additional area of your site. So if you, for example, if you're talking about baking cakes and baking cakes on a regular basis, your passion is a, a cake baking podcast, right? Sounds delicious. You need to start creating. It does, actually. I'm going to channel my inner, inner uh, Andrew Optimizely because... Yeah, I was going to say Paula Dean, but okay. <laughs> But if you are talking about that, then you should also not only talk about the podcast you had, but I'm going to show how deep my knowledge of cake baking is, right? The different flavors of icing should be referenced, not on the show page, but as a link going over to that dedicated page of information about icing flavors or, or different types of flour or different types of baking methodology. And in your content you're creating, link to those pages. And on those different pages, you can then define the schema of things. So your podcast series has podcast episode schema. The things that you're referencing can actually be a creative work and then put it under definitions of what this is about and then reference Wikipedia on what this thing is in the schema. Roll out that schema on that page. Now you have an interrelationship of this podcast series is linked to these five different things identified by thing schema. And now you have something that you're creating a narrative to Google, understanding the subject matter and the referenceable subject matter that you're bringing forth in that podcast. So just to kind of go from a 30,000 foot level, narrating and having a good conversation that you've researched beforehand and had scripted it with people also ask questions and, and understanding the, the topics that you're going to be asking, have an organic flow of conversation, mind that conversation after the recording, finding the things you're talking about, mapping to that, those things, the content that you're writing about, and ultimately have two or three pages of information from that podcast. Now you're creating a cluster of these are the different interview pieces that we had, but these are the things that we referenced. Now you have maybe 15 different references and concepts that truly are semantically related. And that's the, the lift that you're going to get as Google understands that you're trying to educate it much more than just having a, a single page kind of encapsulating the entire, the entire podcast. You're giving me all sorts of ideas of how to actually do SEO for our SEO podcast. and. Honestly, there's two sort of routes to go that come up to my mind. You mentioned sort of creating a thing schema. And I think of the two channels to do that is you're either creating category pages. We're going through this exercise now as we're migrating our website from Squarespace to a, a more fully functional WordPress site. 
but we have to come up with categories. So we might do backlinking and on-page and JavaScript and write all the different categories that our content is going, technical SEO, let's just say, as a, as a category of the episodes that we're producing. And we'll write a description and we'll link each of our episodes that cover that topic to the category page. Or you're going the opposite direction and you're creating a glossary, which is here are the definitions that we created from each individual episode. And now we're just linking to this glossary. So we're going to talk about thing schema. We might define thing schema and create our own page for it. And now we have a page for thing schema that links to our SEO page. And then we can build category pages from that glossary. Moral of the story is you can up-level, you can down-level with how you're creating all of this content. You know, do you have any advice on what's the right way to handle that? Should you be creating a glossary or should you be trying to build sort of larger category pages? No, I think you should be doing both. I think you should, from a taxonomy standpoint, file your podcast as is relevant to what you're talking about. But inside your content, refer to your building glossary of things as a separate reference. Because think about it is that if your category goes into link building, for example, and your topic is link building, you're talking about it with different guests and they have different takes, right? Those takes are at the podcast level. This is what we learned at the podcast. And this is what we talked about referencing the glossary. So category is not going to hold the thing. The thing has to be held in the glossary and then the topic and how you communicated about that is at the podcast individual page level. That's the, the full relationship there. Then you have the embedded video and the embedded audio. And then you can actually reference from social and other, other type of link building strategies there. And, and ultimately, if you can get thing references outside of the website going to that particular podcast now, You've got the internal ecosystem and the external ecosystem that's truly creating not only authority, but relevancy of the topic. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. All right, so you're you're mining your content for all of these topics and you're, whether you go category or glossary style, you're, you're basically building 
more of a content archive. When you think more about semantic SEO, you know, obviously you might be creating definitions if you're going down the glossary page and they're not exactly how everybody would define the given term. How do you think about taking advantage of the sort of semantic nature of content? I'm talking about thing schema and trying to define that as a page. Somebody else might might call that widget schema. How do you make sure that you're basically building content that Google is going to understand what the the genesis of it, the the meaning, the heart, the purpose of the content is? I really do think it's uh, as you transcribe your content and then take that content to show page and blog page type of uh, type of writing. Google now understands that okay, you're talking about it with these glossary references, but then it starts really learning more uh, from the paragraph understanding that it's indexing now, it can actually start understanding the surrounding words and then get true value out of that. So for example, let's kind of walk through our model here is that you've got a podcast, the podcast references multiple pages that were breakout sessions, so to speak, from that podcast. Those breakout sessions have references again to the thing glossaries. It's going to be paying more attention to what you're writing about in those breakout sessions because you are creating referenceable information that are one click away, right? Or one jump away from the bot. And it's basically validating what you're talking about on those breakout pages. So by essence, you're creating the semantic cluster right there. And it's understanding more and it's actually getting more value to the surrounding words of the link that is that thing link. <laughs> I can whiteboard this stuff for you, <laughs> but it, it, but it is it's creating. You don't want to have the the definition of glossaries that are so far abstract. You do need to lean into what is Wiki talking about this, and it needs to be your own definitions. Don't plagiarize. Don't scoop up other content out there and make it your own. You need to define your your glossaries themselves. But there's so many different podcasts that can refer to the same thing. Now you're creating the connective tissue between these podcasts as opposed to just down funnel breakout content. So Aaron, I, I understand how optimizing and, and sort of taking advantage of the semantic relationships helps you for a media business. Talk to me about how you use this type of SEO and, and what you're doing with your podcast to support your clients. Thank you. I appreciate that. This is kind of the, the final stop along this train here is... We've learned from doing our show and being able to leverage this type of content curation that our clients were perfectly adapted to, to sit in the seat that I sit in, in our studio, and be able to give the same type of subject matter specialty and focus and passion. And we've developed an entire interview method with our clients, especially whenever we're onboarding new clients. We'll actually go through two or three different sessions and that are scripted sessions that we're asking information based on our research of the industry as well as the people also ask. Same, same type of research that we do for the podcast, but we're pointed at our clients and we'll have two and a half hour sessions where we're, we're going through, tell me about this, tell me about this. And they just open up because it's their subject matter expertise and we're learning so much about their industry, but we're also finding the opportunity to be able to write content towards a featured snippet or people also ask reference. It's really kind of taken onto its own whole nother build out of strategy and method for, for our digital marketing organization, of which we'll, we'll be recording, taking transcripts, as well as video out of our studio that we can use down the road. So we're not actually producing something for them. 
but we can certainly grab a 15 second snippet of video and be able to put that on a, a, a bio page of the, the CEO. And we have captured why he's so passionate about his industry and about his company. So it's this got a manna from heaven that comes out of our studio by guiding them to the seat, getting them pumped and be able to explain different services that they offer and their techniques and their differentiation. But all of a sudden, we're so much, much more efficient with content creation because they're writing it. It's their tone, it's their voice. We're just basically putting buckets underneath the table and capturing all that information. I think you're being modest. I think that there's more to it. And I think that <laughs> 10 years of podcasting and creating countless websites for your clients, you've, you've sort of figured out the entire way to combine not only the new media, the audio, the video creation, uh, you're, you're writing the content out of that and actually making something that has a real business impact for your clients. It's always great to catch up with you, Aaron. Jacob, thank you for coming on. Uh, we didn't really talk to Jacob that very much in this episode, but he was here the entire time. Thank you both for coming on and being my guest this week. You're more than welcome. Jacob, thank you so much. All right. That wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Aaron Sparks, the owner of Site Strategics. If you'd like to get in touch with Aaron, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile on our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is Aaron Sparks, or you can visit his company's website, which is sitestrategics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish a new episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 